everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture-related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight for a special episode, I have our chivalry of Shoto Shotaro. In Japan, adopted daughter means baby mama. Uh, leave it, leave it, leave it. <laughs> our, poser, our poser extraordinaire, Natai. Yeah, keep going. No. Oh, okay, <laughs> keep going, okay. <laughs> our filthy casual Jason. I'm too confused by what Sho said to even say I am so I mean, confused. this is the Rakugo spoiler cast. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. That's true. I, I kind of, okay. Okay, I kind of, I get where you're coming from now. <laughs> I uh, thought you were making like a political statement or something. I was I like, know, no, was like, no. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> sure, if you want it to be a political statement. It's Japan's uh, solution to the low birth rate. It's what is what Rakugo is proposing. Is to make okay, adopted now. daughters baby mamas. <clears throat> and that's the message I've taken from this show. The Japanese oh, government. Everyone's going to be Usagi drop, huh? <clears throat> Only if they're of age. I don't know if it's of age in Usagi drop. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, you could say that about every anime. They're eventually going to be of age. <laughs> <sighs> ah, that's sweetness and lightning. Sumugi is eventually going to be of age, isn't she? Well, no, I meant eventually because in the story, eventually she is an adult. I didn't mean yeah, eventually, anyway. like, I'm going to raise myself a little wife here at two years old and... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Basically, the story of Rakugo. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm. uh, as, as Sho has pointed out, uh, yes, tonight we are doing our Rakugo spoiler cast. Um, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, so, if you haven't seen Rakugo, I think it's fair to say that the Get four out. of us. Yeah, well, don't don't tell them that so forcefully. <laughs> but I think it's it's safe to say that the four of us here tonight recommend it. Maybe for different reasons, but I think in in some ways we all recommend it, and it's definitely worth giving a try. Um, but if you haven't seen it, we will most likely spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Um, before we get to that, though, I want to touch on one one thing before we start. Um, so this week. I went along with Riker, and I saw uh, your name in theaters. Um, I saw the sub, not the dub. And I have to say that your name is probably the best anime movie I have ever personally seen. Um, I'm going to give it a, a little while to sort out before I'd say it's my favorite of all time. Um, I can't... I never imagined that anything would be better to me than either Ghost in the Shell, the original Ghost in the Shell, or Nasca of the Valley of the Wind, because um, those are my two favorite anime movies currently. But this probably will beat both of those. It is expertly animated. The soundtrack is fucking phenomenal, um, and the story made me cry. So I mean, it's a trifecta. It's it literally the perfect movie. <clears throat> I. Agree for the most part. Mm. I don't know if I'd say it's the perfect movie, but it's definitely very good. I gave it like a nine or an eight or something like that. I gave it a ten. Same. It's it just yeah. Go ahead. It's just to me it was perfect because it managed to hit some like it, it managed to strike a chord with me in a way that I could overlook any issue I had with the film because it was such an experience to watch it. Like exactly. it was. I can't remember the last time I 
I walked into a film and just when it like finished, I was like, that was an experience, not just a film. It was something very special. So yeah, I like that movie. I feel the exact same way. Like, of course, Riker is giving me shit now because at the end of the movie, I was crying like a baby. But <laughs> in public, <laughs> that sounds so much fun. I wish I was there. I would have laughed at you. You sick sadistic. Just shows sitting there the entire movie, just focused on Alex. Like, hmm, how is he going to react to that? Just went in front of cry. Is he gonna cry? Is he gonna Do cry? I see a tear. <laughs> Is that a tear? No, it's a nervous condition. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I can't wait to number one. I pre-order the Blu-ray instantly. Um, I also want the soundtrack. I, this soundtrack yeah. is it's so everything about it is appropriate. It fits the mood of the of the movie throughout perfectly, and both the uh, beginning and ending songs are spectacular. And the middle one. Oh yeah, yeah. Zenzu, uh, Zenzu, it's yeah, so good. It is, um, but yeah, if you do get a chance and it's still airing somewhere around you, please go see this movie. It's it's worth the price of admission. It it lives up to its hype, which is crazy. Which is crazy. <laughs> it is currently. I just looked it up before we started. It is currently sitting at a nine point three two on Mal. The number one ranked anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully, I'm hoping we get a, a silent voice next. Yeah. Yes. I, I can't wait for that movie to crush my soul. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, definitely go see it if you can. Uh, if you can't, I'm not gonna say that you should watch it another way, but <clears throat> definitely buy it. It's worth it. This is something if you want to buy something sight unseen, buy it. You won't. I would definitely recommend buying it over pirating because. It really is a full audiovisual experience, and you need like all the you need an HD to fully appreciate it. <clears throat> in my opinion, well, you should yeah, know you saw it both ways. Exactly. Hey, don't out me to the public. <laughs> <laughs> it is worth pointing out one thing about this movie: you, sir, who are a dub hater, saw the dub and you thought it was amazing. Yeah, the dub voices were so great. I hate dubs. I'm a sub purist, but your name dub was really good. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So that's that's all of our thoughts on that. Go watch it if you haven't, and if you have, you already know what I'm talking about. So anyway, moving on to the whole point of why we're here tonight. Uh, we are going to share our mutual love for an anime that. Only 15 people apparently watched, according to Mal. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's, a sh- it's a show called Rakugo. What's the full? What is the full title? Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. That. Everyone just calls it Rakugo. Um, for those, um, if, if you haven't watched it, why are you still here? Um, but yeah, Studio Dean, of all people, made a very dramatic, a, a very beautiful, and a very well-written story. Who would have thought? Why do people consider this a drama? Like, where's the drama? Isn't it a slice of life? I consider it a slice of life slash drama. Me too. I mean, it certainly has oh. elements of both. Yeah. If I mean, you I say guess. so. Actually, if I were to give... I would give it an, an even better title as a dramedy. I think it's equal parts drama and equal parts comedy. Because there's some fun- the comedy? There's funny... <laughs> some of the stories no, that they tell are funny. No, there are okay. The stories are funny. I'll give comedy. it that. I mean, yeah, there's some funny stuff, and like Otaro is like a funny. Otaro and Sokoroka are like kind of funny characters, but I would I wouldn't go as far as say it's a dramedy. 
Yeah, it's, isn't it, the comedy elements aren't aren't there enough? Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> and there were parts that there were parts of both seasons that I laughed a lot though. But oh yeah, I understand the comedy and it isn't necessarily for everyone. Um, but I could also see not seeing it as a straight drama because there isn't the drama that is there is very subtle and it's more like emotional or mental drama than it is like drama between individuals. But I could certainly see why some people don't see it as a straight-up drama. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, until you guys said it, I never thought of it as a slice of life. That's an interesting description of it. Hmm. It definitely I mean, has elements just, of it. Just, it's just, like, the, their lives, like, how they live, like, rock good. There's no yeah. real, like, plot, to, so, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, it's like, character you learn, you learn about, like, how Rakugo in, was influenced, but other than that, it's just, like, literally the day-to-day -day life of them learning Rakugo, trying to perfect it, performing, going to bed, and waking up and doing it again. Exactly. Um, Definitely more character-driven than <clears throat> most shows. I do have a question. Have, before this show, had any of you ever heard of or knew what Rakugo was? Hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard of it, but I really didn't know it. I knew it was some form of like acting or storytelling, but I didn't really know the, the characteristics of it. But I can tell you that after watching this both seasons of this show, I have a great affinity and respect for people who do Rakugo. And I've actually gone and watched real people do Rakugo, like on YouTube and stuff. And it's it looks like something I would like to see in person one day. Yeah, I definitely want to see it in person. I just got to learn Japanese first. Because <laughs> I want to have subtitles in real life. <laughs> How could you see it in person? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still appreciate the the effort that's going into the storytelling without really knowing the language. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And I can laugh along that's... when the audience laughs too. So you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, are we laughing? Are so, we laughing yet? <laughs> subtitles are not. You'll have the same experience. <laughs> just how you <laughs> consume stuff. Uh, uh. It is worth pointing out that there are. Uh, Westerners who do Rakugo, you can find them online. Um, there is one, there is one, only one, who is recognized by the Rakugo Association in Japan as a, a Westerner who does Rakugo, and he actually does Rakugo in Japan in English. Oh my god, we'll so see. progressive. There we go, that's my show. That's all you need to see. <laughs> he also does it in Japanese too, but he does, he does he... shows for foreigners in English. That's is true. he hot? I will leave that distinction up to you. <laughs> I can already see the wheels moving in your mind. Should I move to Japan and meet this guy? <clears throat> um, I will leave that distinction up to you. His name is uh, Katsura Sunshine, so you can look up his videos. Um, he's a Canadian by birth. Oh, that means he's into Shota's, right? <laughs> Absolutely. According to, all the, the, all... according to the only Canadian anime I've seen. Exactly. The only Canadian mm. anime was a Shota anime, so clearly all Canadians love Shotas. Exactly. So he show, the guy, show the guy. I was is, expecting much worse. That guy is forty-seven years old. So if you're into that, then hey, if Rakugo has enough, taught me anything, it's that age doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's God. that you're salty that that Yakumo was voted out of the best boy contest because nobody appreciates a good deal. I don't really. I was that was just a joke. <laughs> I don't really consider him a deal. Well, I mean, he lost to Yotaro, so Yotaro. Honestly, That's true. I like Yotaro a bit better than Yakuma as a lead. Yotaro is so endearing. Characters. There's something about Yotaro is just so endearing, especially in the first episode when he's like, "Yeah, I want to learn Rakugo so badly. Want to do it?" It's cool. 
He's yeah. like he's like the guy who just really wants to be admired by the person that he admires. See, I'm a cynical person, so I really relate to Yakumo, and I can't understand <laughs> Yotaro. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Why are you always smiling? Where, where are the tears? Where's the pain? Not my pet, not my apprentice. That's that wow. Kind of attitude. Well, that's his attitude in the first episode. That is. It's true. It's very true. Um, where was I going with this? Um, so speaking of characters, um, the first season basically takes place in the past, and then the second season takes place in the quote-unquote present. Um, and then you kind of go into the future in the last episode. Uh, oh, perfect. Wow, that's a loud chair. Um, yes, it was um, a chair. It, was, yeah, it wasn't a fart, was it? No, it was a chair. I was just joking. <laughs> way, to ruin my, way to ruin my subtlety, Alex. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Um, I have to ask, of the, of the Rakugo performers between the seasons, which do you guys prefer, the first the second season? Oh, that's a tough one. Ooh. It's funny. I think I'll go with, like, Yakumo in the second season as a grandpa. Because, I don't know. It's just creepy and interesting. And he's, like, so so edgy and, like, chuny kind of almost. <laughs> the way he's, like, on the verge of death. <clears throat> I'm not a chuny myself. <laughs> but I can, appreciate, <laughs> I can appreciate the chuny aspect. He is a chuni. Don't let him lie to you. Um, Wait, what's a chuni? Ch really? Chunibio? You never heard that term before? No? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm that asking. Up. Would you like to explain? Eighth grade syndrome? <laughs> Oh, keep going. I'll go go, go Google. No, second. basically, no. no but I'll, I'll tell you. Basically, Chunibio is someone who is like older. Typically, it's someone like in early high school, or he can be even late high school, or an adult, as I found out with show. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, um, who basically thinks like that they have some kind of magical powers. And they live in this fantasy world in their head, but they project it on reality. Yeah, like they like role play, and they like I don't know. <clears throat> so style Okabe from Steins Gate, where it's sort of yeah, yeah, kind of exactly, <clears throat> except more extreme. Mm. Well, it's pretty extreme, you know. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't shouting out like names of attacks when he was doing it, so <laughs> you can get more extreme than that. He didn't go around calling himself Dark Flame Master. <laughs> I realized I don't have my camera on and I did the pose. Wow. <laughs> Who's the real Chuni here? <laughs> I've seen Chunibyo, though. And listen, Nitai, if you want a crash course in what Chunibyo is, watch Love Chunibyo and Other Delusions. Okay. I actually do watch I it. I heard it's really good. Watch it. it is really good. The like first garbage. season is really good. Okay, that's it. What'd you say, Show? You're just trying to get him to watch more Moe Garbage? Um, excuse me, that is a masterpiece. <laughs> I, I did promise Irma that I'll watch Kaon pretty soon, so that's happening, apparently. <clears throat> that is definitely a masterpiece. Um, that's anyway. what you are saying, but okay. <laughs> I'm moving on. Back <laughs> uh, to our favorite rock and go storytellers. <laughs> yes, who is your favorite rock and go storyteller, Jason? I think I'm gonna have to go with 
well, not specific storyteller, but like season one, I think Yakumo and Sukuroku were on on like average better than Yotaro and Yakumo in the second season. Okay. But it's like neck and neck. Like it's a hard choice. It is. I mean, there, well, there's a lot of good performers to choose from throughout the show. Um, Natai, do you have a personal favorite? I think. Um, I think specifically one of my favorite performances in the show out of all of them is there's one where a Yakumo performs, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a, it's a specific story, which Sukereku also performed in the first season. So oh, actually someone, yeah. someone made a video where they synced up both performances and they're like very similar to each other. So when I watched that, it made, made me appreciate that scene even more. I think, I think Yakumo is my favorite performer. Is the amount of there's so much nuance in every scene that he is in. It's incredible. I think I think he is the one. Yeah. I kind of I agree, and I love that performance that you're talking about. And I I also agree that I think that of of all the performers, Yakumo is the most nuanced and probably the best. But I can tell you my favorite performance, my favorite Rakugo performance of the entire show, season one and two, is not him at all. My favorite performance, and I guarantee, I don't think either any of you guys are going to agree with me on this, but it's Konatsu's performance of Jugemu uh, in front of the other It's a good one. It's, it's actually it's probably really my favorite. One. I was going to say, I was tempted to say her as my favorite, but I just went with the, the combined talents instead. That, I love that performance of Jugemu in front of the elementary school kids. She's yeah. like so nervous, but so happy to be doing it. Yeah, and that's why I was so disappointed with the last episode that we didn't get to see her perform when she was finally admitted into the Rakugo Association. It, she was an official storyteller. Yeah, so yeah. like I think I think that was like the first thing I said. I was like, why didn't we get fucking Konatsu's performance? Like that's I was I was hyped for it like the whole episode. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Mm. I, I kind of like. I kind of liked how it progressed from the end of the first season where you see Konatsu after her father died just sitting on the balcony just shouting out this Rakugo story and then she performs in front of children by somewhat uh, midway point of season two. There was something about it that felt very, um, I don't know, it was, it, for some reason it, re it was very uh, emotional for me when I watched that scene. I was like, shit, like oh, only a season too. ago, it, it was so strange. Oh. Cause even it was, in the, cause it, just in that first scene, that first episode, like you could see how hard she wanted it, how hard she was practicing for it, and like yep. just not to be able to get it because she was a girl and because Yakumo is a dick. <laughs> 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 but I mean, like when it when she find, when she's finally able to perform and she's able to perform in front of her son and all that stuff, like it's just awesome. Yeah, um, it is a shame about Konatsu. I think that I really wanted to see her perform more. Because I think that she just would have been really fun to watch. Yeah. Especially j just based on the way that she did the Jugemu story and the listening to her practice the other stories. I think she watching her tell a story would have been really good. But who knows? It, I, I wanted to see it. But I guess Jason wanted to see it too. But I, I can see why they didn't do it in the interest of time. But Here's the thing, though. I wouldn't mind an OVA, which is just a compilation of Rakugo performance by different characters. I would not mind that fun. at all. You just gave me something I've wanted for my whole life, and I just <laughs> found out now. <laughs> Dean, come on, get on it. I mean, it's it's worth pointing out that a lot of the stories that they tell, actually, I think all of the stories that they tell and throughout both seasons are real Rakugo stories. Yep. I don't think any a single one of them was original. No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm pretty sure the mangaka uh, 
was a big Rockville fan and did a lot of research on the different stories and incorporated them mm. into her story. So I wouldn't be surprised that there's not any original in there. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it would be interesting to see if Dean could come up with an original Rockville. Mm. I mean, a... I would have said tw- two to three years ago, Dean should never touch this. But I have so much renewed faith in them. They did orig- they did original stuff for Konosuba, and it worked really That's well. That's true. That's very true. <clears throat> I'm just saying, Dean, if you're listening, try it. What do you have to lose? <laughs> Your fans, but yeah. <laughs> I think at this point, their fan base is solidified with two really good franchises. Yeah, well, too bad <clears throat> we're not going to get any more Rakugo. We might yeah. get an OVA down the line. You never know. I mean, yeah, but not like another season. No, because the story is pretty much complete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could do an original with the kids. No, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Just leave it what? at that. No. You just want to watch the show to age even more. <laughs> you know where, where I'm going with that. Exactly. <laughs> I saw where your mind was going, sir, and it was in the trash, and I wanted to join you there. <laughs> Can we get a Super Lovers and Rock and Go? No, we cannot. That is a terrible idea, and you should never mention that again. I want to see. I want to see Kazuma perform a Rock and Go story. That's oh what I want to see. I want to oh. see Aqua perform a uh, Rock and Go story. I want to see oh Megami perform a Rock and Go story. <laughs> oh God! End it with an explosion. <laughs> it would be the most Chinubio Rock and Go story ever. Yes, it would be the most Chuny Rakugo story ever. Um, Dean, get on it. Um, I, there's a lot of really good feelings I have about this show, and I, I didn't expect that going in. Hell, I wouldn't have even watched this show if it wasn't for Jason's insistence. I never would have watched this show, and Jason, back in uh, 20, winter 2015 when the first season was airing, wow, Jason, Jason's... <laughs> WD forty, please, or lose weight. One of the two. Wow, shots fired. So I'm ending the stream now. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, do something to myself that might not be pretty. Oh God, oh, no! Don't don't kill yourself, please. I love, I love you, Jason. you, Moe Beard. Oh, I was just gonna go like stuff my face with pie, but okay. Oh. <laughs> Either way, you might regret it. So. Um, where's I going with this? Oh, back in uh, winter 2015, um, when there was a lot to choose from that was airing, um, I had I never the Rockago was never on my radar. I I never planned to watch it. It never seemed like it was going to interest me. But Jason, who was apparently watching everything that season, would Actually, not. I wasn't going to watch Rockago either. But someone had mentioned it in the IGN group, and I was like, all right, well, I'll check it out then, I guess. And then the rest is history. Well, if it hadn't been for your insistence to all of us that it was a good... I never would have started it, so thank you for that. Um, But it's also worth mentioning that, at least according to Mal, not a whole lot of people watched Rockago, especially its first season. Seems like everyone is talking about it, though. I know, right? Which makes me wonder why... What, like... How are so many people talking about it yet? According to Mal, no one's watched it. It's the type of thing you talk about, you but you don't actually watch. Like Natsumi's <laughs> Book of Friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Natai, were you on that podcast where we had the Natsumi rant? 
No, I probably wasn't there. Okay. Was rant. Well, uh, to be more specific, it was my rant. Uh, uh, no, I, I came up with this theory like, Nazi's Book of Friends is very highly rated. And everyone I talk to, anyone I've ever talked to about it says, I've never seen it, but I hear it's really, really good. <laughs> so my conclusion is like only five people in the world have ever actually seen Nazmi's Book of Friends, and everyone else is just going off those five people's recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like what Rockago is. In a sense, maybe. Five people in the world have seen it, and here are four of them right now. <laughs> wow. The fifth one couldn't make it. Yeah, the fifth one couldn't make it because he's not freaking done with it yet. <laughs> right, he's too busy watching Dragon Maids for some reason. Oh, that's right. Chinoda's watching it too. He's not even through the first season yet. So he, slow. I think he said he's like on episode 10. So almost there. Almost. Almost does not even count in Rakugo though. <laughs> that look. <laughs> I love it when the Thai tries to comprehend what I've said. He always gives the best, like, huh? Um, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what Rocket goes like. It, it's so few people seem to have seen it, but yet it has, it's very highly regarded by the people that have. Um, which is a shame, in a way, to me, because I feel like if more people gave this a try, a lot of people would like it. It does have a slow start, but the payoff for it, for me personally, was immense. Also, I think there's like a certain, uh, specifically with the actual Rakugo performances, there's like a certain language barrier that could turn off some people because you some of the jokes might not you might not get them because it's in a different language and they try to work around that. So it's like I don't blame people who didn't really get it, but I but at least they tried it. So yeah, like, it was yeah. a bit <clears throat> mentally straining to follow along with the rock and go performances because the timing was really key. So you had to like read really fast and then yeah. look up and see what they're doing and then look down and read fast. Yeah, but for, the, for to their credit, the fact that the, the fact that almost like during all of the performances I was glued to the screen, like, I guess they did something right with the with it. So. I think they did, they did a fairly good job with it. The combination, especially of, with the uh, translation. The combination of the directing and and the voice actors during those performances, like that's some of the best. Yeah, absolutely. I've ever seen like it actually felt even though it's, you obviously know it's only one person, it felt like multiple people doing one mm -hmm. scene or telling one story or whatever, and it was just amazing. And like the Tetsu said, like I was just glued to the screen, and like I hate like I actually hated it when they kind of like skip parts of the story or like yeah you know pants the audience <laughs> and stuff like that because it's just like oh this is so engrossing like I just, just show me the, the whole... goods yeah just like don't skip it around <laughs> i actually heard that they cut out a lot of performances in like the first episode it's supposed yeah. to be like another like 20 minutes of performances and that oh, first, the first episode that. the first episode of the first season is 53 minutes long they should have just added that 20 minutes on and made it a feature film <laughs> <laughs> It's cool because that episode sort of works on like a standalone episode. It does. It, it almost season. works. As, it works as almost as a standalone concept. Yeah. Um, something I, I'd like to point out is not only is the directing and the voice acting during those Rakugo performances really good, the editing of that is really well done because yeah. the camera is. It, it's either doing one of two. The quote unquote camera is either doing one of two things. It's either holding for long shots on the face or doing wide shots and quick cuts. Mm. Also, and both of those things are really good at keeping you engrossed in what you're watching. And 
also remember in, like in the first uh, performance of Yotaro in episode one, I think it was that's like one of the things that really grabbed my attention is like there's a moment at the beginning where he stumbles a bit and his timing is not that great. And the cool thing that they kind of showed it not only through his performance, but through the editing, like the editing wouldn't be as on point as it could be. Like he would turn to a certain character, but then the editing would, f- would like follow him. But like a second later than you think it should. It's the editing as well as the music it- itself. I think it's so impressive how well they work together to enhance the entire performance and like gi- like give you the story not only the story that the performance trying to tell you but also the the sort of arc that the characters have in when it's telling the story i think it's super impressive what they managed to do with it especially when you think it's just a person sitting sitting and talking and telling a story it's kind of mind-blowing to me at least <clears throat> yeah um <clears throat> i mean in the wrong hands, this kind of story could have been super boring, so they did it really well in how they did the cuts. A1 pictures! <laughs> wow. <clears throat> nice bandwagon jumping there. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had a, to. I was about to shit on Sakura Reset, but that's not nice, so I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. You'll have, you'll have many other opportunities to shit on that show. <laughs> Um, it's a shame, though. It's a shame. But yeah, rock so, Sorry, David <laughs> Productions. <laughs> Work on part five! Please! <laughs> um, yeah, rock ago. Um, yeah, in, you're right. In the wrong hands, this could have went completely differently, and it would have been a shit show. It, this, this, this story could have easily been made into a shit show with the wrong studio. Um, I, I can't believe I never thought I'd ever say this, but thank God Dean had this. Um, <laughs> you know, people. Someone a couple, couple days ago asked me, "Why do I shit on Dean so much?" It's like I don't shit on Dean. I shit on old Dean because hey, Dean what's is wrong like, with old Dean? Dean is that food Joshi bait? Because Dean is like a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> because no, seriously, the studio dean is the recovering alcoholic. Back in the day, it used to be really bad to be around him, but now he's cleaned himself up and he's doing really, really well. But you know, all it takes is one bad show. Super lovers, and they fu- wow, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, dean, and dean will fall off that wagon all again, and then you got fate stay night all over again. But Alex. CG Dragons? What? What's the problem? Fate Stay yeah. Night 2003 would have been better if they just made it a yaoi like every other show they have. Fate Stay Night 2003 would have been better if it had never been made. Would Fate Stay Night 2003 would have been better if they pitched it as the prequel to Super Lovers? Yes. I know how that would work, but sure. Me neither. <laughs> Let's see how they do with the Kabuki this season, because I've I've only watched the first episode, so that might be their falling off the wagon anime. Is that Studio Dean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not realize that. Um, well, here we go again. <laughs> Until Konosuba season three. Never gonna happen. I mean, what? Um, no. Twenty eighteen. Exactly right. No, I don't think it's gonna happen. I I don't think it's gonna happen, man. Why not? They did happen. two years in a row. They can do it a third year. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, alcoholic Dean's coming back. <laughs> oh, God. oh, um. It got dark. It did get dark. Um, 
I did well. I didn't mention that. I didn't say he was going to come abuse children. That was almost as dark as a double suicide. Yes, it was. Speaking of which, there kind of is a double suicide in Rakugo. Although, what did you think of the tragedy part of that show? I personally liked it. Um, there's, well, I mean, <laughs> speaking of alcoholics, there is an alcoholic in the first season of Rakugo. Um, it it does a very good job of portraying an alcoholic for who they really are as someone who doesn't realize that they have a problem that needs to be solved. Um, I think it did that very well. Um, I think Sukiroku in season one is a really good tragic character for he's basically he causes all of his own problems. Like he could live a really good successful life doing Rakugo if it just weren't for all the substance abuse problems that he has. Really, and the women. I don't think it's the substance. I don't think it's the substance abuse that just caused his, his downfall. Style. I think it's just his self-esteem. He just couldn't deal with it. Well, he was spending all of his money on alcohol, and women. which led to the association and, not and really women. liking him too much, which led to him just leaving because he didn't give a damn about the association. Yeah, pretty much. But it wasn't for lack of talent. He certainly yeah. had it. Um. Hell, even Yakumo said that he was better than... He, yeah, Sugiroku was better than he was. But, of course, no one believed him. It was kind of interesting, you talking about the depiction of him being an alcoholic. I'm kind of glad it didn't go to the abusive alcoholic type of character, but more of the alcoholic character. Like, he just sat at home and didn't do much, except for, like, doing Rakugo performance in front of his daughter. And... He became a lazy. He became a lazy ass alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that could have devolved into abusing his daughter, alcoholic. I'm glad. Yeah, it didn't. I'm glad it didn't. It may that. have off screen. You never know with Rakugo the way they do the story, <clears throat> not telling the truth to the viewers and all. This is not this is not super lovers. But like, but they where actually every, did where that. everything happens off screen. I mean, things did happen off screen in Rakugo. Yeah, in season two, that's that's actually kind of cool that you reach season two and you realize that that Yakumo was sort of an unreliable storyteller, like narrator. Because then you realize he left out some details that were super crucial to that night where both Sukiroku and um, um, his wife both died. Kikuhiko. So, yeah. Not Kikuhiko. No, Mayukichi. Uh, no, um, yeah. Miyukichi. Something. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that they didn't follow up with that by, like, you know, maybe telling Konatsu or something. Because, like, that's just a loose end to me that it's not addressed after they reveal it. Like, they do nothing with it. They just keep it hush-hush. Yeah, I was kind of expecting them to do it. But at the same time, it's totally in line with, like, their characters and personality that they wouldn't tell her. Yeah. I, I was tell- expecting it to. I was expecting halfway through season two to be their big reveal and then a huge blow up. Mm. Yeah, I was expecting that too. But like I said, I like I could totally see Kanatsu just going way downhill after finding that. I house. mean, that would be to, to be honest. Kanatsu going downhill would would have been interesting to watch. <laughs> as horrible as that sounds, it sounds interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> True. Um, yeah. Uh, that, that that spiral down into insanity. Always, maybe she al- wouldn't have. Maybe it would have prevented her from fucking her adopted father. God well, no, because that, that, also... that, that was already what happened before that. We don't know when it happened. Well, when he found out, 
We don't know when it happened, but we know something. It happened. <laughs> when, when they, when, well, when, we don't know if it happened or not. <laughs> Actually, what we do know is that all you have to do is take his birthday minus nine months. Well, when Yotaro found out about it, Shin was already born. So, I mean, yeah. obviously Yakumo wasn't going to ever tell her. <laughs> Did that shock anyone else when the, the reveal that Yakumo was the father? Yes. I mean, was it a reveal, though? <laughs> Yeah, it, yes. it it was hinted at. It wasn't a real reveal. It's like, well, I, mean, I don't it's... know. If you think it was, it happened. Maybe it happened. I don't know. True. I, I think, think I mean, it was if you totally. Don't, if you don't flat out deny it and just play coy about it, it's basically a reveal. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I thought it was totally inappropriate and out of left field. Really? <laughs> like, where did that come it's from? It's the thing, though. Is the thing, though. You reach the final episode and. Sheen, his mannerisms remind, oh, at least to me, it really he, reminded me of Yakumo. I was he like, he looked like um, he, hmm. everything about him just reminded me of Yakumo. Like even before that was brought up, I was like, why yeah. does he look so much like Yakumo right here? And then they had that lunch, the, and the guy and the, the teacher asked her, and I was just like, that makes so much sense. How he interacted with his sister, something about how we acted it was it was so Yakumo like. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Okay. I just find it strange that. Like someone like Konatsu would be interested in someone like Yakumo. I don't see that that happening. Mm. It's just too weird. How do you know it wasn't just a one-time thing? I don't even imagine a one. Like what? What would make you feel like? Oh, this like old man, this old dying man, you know, seems suddenly appealing on this one night. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. When it happened, I'm assuming he was probably like what, like fifties. 50, 60? It's not that old. Mid-50s? Yeah, like mid-50s, early 60s. So he's not that old. And I'm probably sure... Like, you can tell, like, their relationship is just so complex. Like, they, like she yeah. loves him, and she hates him, and she wants to kill him, and she wants to keep him alive, and all this stuff. And I'm sure part of her, since she couldn't be a Rakugo girl, person, part of it was, like, I can pass on my, like, my dad's legacy through my child. And why not also pass on Yakumo's legacy at the same time, and you know? So, I can see it happening. I feel they, like, hinted at the complex relationship, but, like, to justify having a child, I feel they needed to go a little deeper into that, because I still- I need more. I need more justification for this. You just wanted to see <laughs> like, the actual scene, didn't you? Didn't you? No. Yes, no, 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 no. You wanted to see- no. You wanted to no, see no, no, no. hot Rakugo sex. Oh, God, no. They're gonna, they're gonna perform while they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Ventriloquism with their genitalia. Ventriloquism with genitalia. That sounds like something you should work on. I have been, thank you very much. Oh, well, oh, right. I stand corrected. <laughs> Next week on uh, Anime Club After Dark, you can look forward to that. Live performance by Kazu. Live, live performance of genitalia... <laughs> What whatever he's, puppets genitalia you can be like Thunderbolt Fantasy with your genitalia. <laughs> I'm not gonna even comment. <laughs> oh god. Oh man, we, this uh, went downhill so this... fast. Downhill when does it ever or, go? When does it ever go uphill? <laughs> rising to the Tune in next week and find out. <clears throat> um yeah um i personally the, the whole thing about the reveal 
I liked how it was done as to where it was still, even after it was mentioned, it was still kind of left up to you as the viewer to decide whether this actually happened. Um, but I could definitely, even before the reveal happened, I was, I had my suspicions, especially since even as a young child, he looked like a young Yakumo. Mm, yeah. Um, he had certain mannerisms and just, there were things about him that reminded me of Yakumo. So I started to think, is this Yakumo's kid? You have your mind in the gutter if you thought that from day one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that from the, from the second he was introduced. I didn't think that at first. It was only about four or five episodes after he's introduced, I started to suspect that he was, he may be Yakumo's kid. Here's the thing, though, is he's been around Yakumo for his like entire childhood so i guess it was and he really admired him so i guess to some extent he was trying to be like him and maybe when he's he grew he grew up it's like he wasn't really consciously aware of it but a part of him sort of did grow up to be somewhat similar to yakumo like you know yeah yeah um <clears throat> but speaking of yakumo what did you guys think of the way they handled his death oh that whole that whole episode. That penultimate was uh, that was something. It was it was something else, wasn't it? I don't think I've ever seen a death in anime handled quite that way before. It was it was something, yeah. I, I think the the scene that got me was seeing both uh, Konatsu and Shun just standing there and both appear as kids and watching the performance. It was there was something about seeing the, the three, the trio from the first season just back together again. Just hanging out and talking to each other about stuff, about their past. It was almost nostalgic. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing that made me laugh incredibly. It wasn't actually during that episode. It was actually the, the, the final episode. <laughs> where in that, in that episode where he's dying and he's trying to get across the river. And he finally goes across the river. Um... Matsuda is the one that's rowing the boat across the river. Mm. He's like, Matsuda, what are you doing here? I'm not too sure of myself, but I knew I had to see you across the river. And then on the final <laughs> episode, he just he's casually talking to Yotaro, like, Yeah, I saw him across the river a few years ago. And everyone <laughs> just like lets it go as like some crazy old man telling a story. <laughs> I didn't even like, notice that in the last episode. That's funny. So apparently they're playing that off as like that actually happened. That's so cool. I really like that that episode because uh, for a show so grounded in like reality, so to speak, like it was cool just to have that kind of fantastical episode where it's like obviously you don't really think it's happening, but you're like, oh well, there's a chance that this is like how it really happened. And then like you said, he Matsudo fucking tells him how he saw him across the river. So I was just like, oh wow, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I thought I thought that was a very interesting way to handle a character death in a anime. Um, you certainly don't see an entire episode dedicated to one person trying to cross over into the afterlife, typically. Um, but I thought it was a really good send-off for that character. I also thought it was a really good send-off for that, like, that whole generation of Rakugo performers. Yeah. With Tsukiroku and Yakumo. Yeah, and I like also, how he got closure with Mike Miyukichi. Yes. Yeah. Even though she's still kind of a manipulative bitch. <laughs> 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 a little bit. My type of girl. Exactly. I loved her. She was my she was my favorite girl of the year. The year the first season aired. She was nice. So, she was awesome. Like yeah, she, she was like a manipulative bitch, but 
but you could tell that she still really loved Yakumo. It wasn't just like, I need a better life, so I'm choosing you to provide it for me. Like, she actually did love him and was hurt when he, even though he loved her, rejected her because he loved Rakugo more. And you could just see how, like, devastated she was and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, I feel for that you. That was such a, go ahead. I just said, I feel for her. Um, that was such a great scene in season one where um, Yakumo broke up with Miyokichi. I love that scene. Of course you do. You that... love the despair. You love oh, tears. yeah, I love despair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the tears, the pain. <laughs> Let that... it flow through me, the suffering. <clears throat> that whole love triangle was one of the most refreshing things about the first season because it wasn't... They all were real, real people, so it didn't feel like bullshit. It felt like three people that like had complex feelings about each other, and it, the lack of bullshit in that sort of again love triangle was just very refreshing. And I, I love that relationship they had with each other. Just I like how you're calling a self-destructive love triangle refreshing. Hey, it felt real. Yep. I, yeah, it felt real. Yeah, I'll Too give real. you that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it refreshing, but it's definitely real. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, when a lot of romance stuff is really tropey yeah. in mm -hmm. most anime, like when you're finally not getting something tropey, it's refreshing. It's 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 not tropey, oh, and it's yeah. also and it's also like mature in in how it's handled. It's like oh, absolutely. it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing immature about it that's for sure um which is one of the things i love the most about the show in general is how not only grounded in reality it is but how overall it's a very mature story and it's a very maturely told story um there were several instances where you could see the studio dean taking a completely different approach to certain scenes um making them more comedic or more or should i say more less grounded in reality and they didn't uh, I applaud them greatly for that because uh, the temptation to make it tropey and hopefully more people watch it probably was high. Agreed. Yeah, they showed some restraint there for sure in how they handled it. Um, I don't know. What else can we say about Rakugo? Um, the openings mm. are really the, good. Oh, the openings are both fantastic. Actually, the music in general in that show is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I love both OPs. Like, I listen to them relatively often compared to other OPs. And just the soundtrack during, like, all the scenes, just great. Like, it helped really sell the emotions of each scene and stuff like that. Um, the ED for season two is relaxing as hell. Put me to sleep every time. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's very, it's very easy to relax. It was the most... Oh, God. I really don't like the, OP, the ED for the second season. I love that. Really? Oh, God. It hurt me a little. <laughs> I just how like soothing and relaxing it is. I love the 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 piano in it. It's so good. Yeah, I like the visuals like... for that that ED as well. Like just everything. Good, good visuals. Wind. Yeah. You see, like very a difficult to sit through with that music. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want <gasps> relaxing music. You want your I don't. Teddy Lloyd. That's true. I like the first DD the better though. Those trumpets were so good. True, I did. I did like those trumpets too. I I, I like the fact that both um both EDs were instrumental. Mm. There were no vocals. Yeah. I thought that was a better way to end each episode. 
I thought it was it was definitely more appropriate than having some pop idol sing some, some J-pop at the end of some each episode. J-pop at the end or some yeah. Like, <laughs> that would have been so inappropriate, but I like, probably would have listened to it more often. <laughs> some corporately written fucking shit. Not to say that that's ever done in anime at all. Mm-hmm. And if you buy that, I got some oceanfront property in Kansas to sell you immediately. Um, but yeah, the music in the show is great. The the um, the introductions for each of the Rakugo performers I thought was really well done too. Because it's very traditional Japanese music. Oh, the little yeah, I don't know I don't what know it's called, but, called. Yeah, <laughs> but it's great. The strings instrument. <laughs> yes. I really did like that. <laughs> yeah. It just it has this very traditional feel to it, and I, I really like that. Um, it definitely sets the mood for the storytelling. It's called Koto, by the way. Yes. Um, I will say one thing. As someone who has watched anime for a long time and has sort of picked up a little bit of Japanese here and there and has gotten to the point where I can now differentiate between accents, there were a lot of different uh, regional accents in Rakugo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was definitely a lot of Kansai accent. Um, there was a Kyoto accent, which was interesting. Um, that, the, the Rakugo performance where the guy just bangs on the table, that was interesting. That was so weird. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, actually. Did, um, did that guy show up in the first episode of season one? Because I, I tried to connect him some of the first season, but he wasn't there at all, right? I don't think he was in the first season, but I do think he appeared in the first episode of season two, yes. I need to rewatch the show now. <laughs> in the middle of you rewatching literally everything else. <laughs> You'll never get the Bakke now. No. <laughs> I think that was the plan all along. All according to Keikaku. Keikaku's plan. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Every time that happens, you know I'm going to say it. You just beat that dead horse until it's a the rotting carcass. That horse has been dead for a long time. Oh I mean, no! I mean, if I if I learned something from the last time I was on the podcast is that whenever I reference Savage Garden, you just get paralyzed for like five minutes. So maybe I should utilize that more often to combat you your pun. Is this some other? Is this is this some other fucking JoJo's reference? It's what? Fucking JoJo's reference in my podcast. <laughs> um, I just I have we have we praised this show enough? I will. Let me ask you guys one thing. Um, well, actually several things. Let me ask you one of many other things. Um, <laughs> is this a show that you guys feel is not currently, at least currently, not appreciated as much as it should be? Yes. Would you you say that regardless of how many people loved it? Um, Well, I say it because not enough people loved it. So, I mean, I guess that there was eventually a number where I felt satisfied that enough people watched it, then I would change my answer. Do you think that if you, okay, if you think that now, do you think over time this is going to become something that more people appreciate for what it is? I hope so. I think. I don't have a lot of hope, though. Cause, <laughs> I mean, you see, I've seen a lot of YouTubers talk about it, and it still has the numbers it has now, so I don't know. True. Yeah, you know, like, every critic is like, oh my god, Rakugo is the next coming of Christ. 
You know what it, it reminds me of, especially the way that, like you say, YouTubers are um, reacting to it, is it reminds me a lot of the first year after uh, Bacchano came out. Mm. Because Bacchano wasn't say, watched very much when it was premiere, when it was airing. Um, and it took a good number of years before I think that show became appreciated for how good it was. Mostly because when it aired, very few people watched it. Well, wait, was it, did it air so long ago that, like, getting it was difficult? Uh, Not getting it, just, like, discovering it, I think, right? Yeah, I think, I think it aired in 2007, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, I mean, it was 10 years ago, but it wasn't, like, 1992. Well, I'm surprised. I think. I'm surprised yeah, how, go ahead, how the, the difference in the viewership between season one and two. Like, season two had so much less. I know, it's like, really? it, but it still has, but it still has a very like the first season still has a relatively high score. I mean, it's sitting at an eight point six four on Mal currently. Yeah, but, second I season mean, is yeah, it's, number it, seventeen on top anime. That's 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 based on the rating though, not on the on the viewers. There's no, there are only thirteen thousand thirteen thousand people rated it, or almost fourteen thousand people rated it on Mal for season two, while thirty three thousand rated it for season one. Mm. Yeah, so it's more than double on season one's sample size. Interesting. I think this show is, you mentioned Bacano, I think this show is going to be like sort of a hidden gem that a few years down the road, some people would probably go to my anime list, look at, look at the top 50 anime and be like, oh, what is this show? It's like, I know nothing about it. Let's go check it out. It's on Crunchyroll. And slowly, like, I have a feeling slowly it will gain more viewership like, as the years go by. I have a feeling it's going to be that type of show. I, I feel exactly the same way. I think it's going to be that sort of Bacchano thing where <laughs> the longer it's out there and the more people start talking about it and it's going to slow, those numbers are going to slowly trickle up, I think. I personally think that it's a pretty niche show. So, I mean, I don't really expect it to blow up to be super popular. But, I mean, who knows? <clears throat> Yeah, and I feel like I, most people today like more plot-driven shows, and like how Natai mentioned earlier, it's very character-driven. So I think that kind of works against it. Because when you have character-driven shows, like it really is slow-paced. Like cause you you need to learn and and feel about the characters and relate to them and stuff. And so yeah. sometimes people just can't uh, <clears throat> let that play out. Yeah, it's and hard that, to that, that it's is hard the to character-driven well. stories, though. <clears throat> what? I said that is the nature of character-driven stories. They're 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 slow by design. Well, yeah, but mm. I know, but and a lot of times that works against those types of stories. True. Yeah, it kind of goes with the the feeling of the day, I suppose. Like, like you say, more people today are interested in plot-driven stuff than character-driven stuff, which is a great shame because you're missing out on some really good stories with character-driven shows. And it's kind of hard to sell because no one knows what Rockago is, so yeah. that's true. you'd have to go out of your comfort zone in order to try out Rakugo. So it's not I something think... you just, like, that piques your interest. You have to, like, express, like, proactive interest and go find it out yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that, that's a really good point, where that is probably its biggest uh, detriment to being a more well-round, or more well-liked show, is that it is somewhat niche in the fact that it's Rakugo and not many people realize what that is. Um, whereas with Bakano, it was gangsters and everyone knows what gangsters are yeah but i think the 
but I think the execution in in uh, Rakugo is so impeccable and so masterful that I think the quality itself is what's going to also get people to try it out. I think that's also like the level of expertise in the directing and voice acting and editing and music department, like everything. I think that's also going to help it, like hopefully grow to be something more uh, people are aware of. But do you think that the editing and everything is so good that it would overcome the fact that no one knows about what it's talking about? Well, I think the, I mean, the growing, um, let's say, popularity of analysis of anime is speaking to that, that there are people that are looking for that stuff in their anime, that are looking for, I want to see good directing, I want to see good use of music and editing. I am looking for something more than uh, the regular, just a uh, light novel adaptation that is just eh. So I think people are start are craving for that, but maybe they're just not aware of it. I mean, I don't know. I think it's something true. <clears throat> I think I've noticed helped. that trend as well. I think it would help. It would have helped a bit too if the first episode wasn't a double episode. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, double length episode. I mean, that, for some reason helped, that but... turns so many people off with anime. I don't know why. Yeah, like Irma hasn't finished the first episode. And then, <laughs> Chin- and then Chinoda said that, like, since he's still going through it, that the first, like, episode or two was really slow and he almost dropped it. So I think, I mean, I think just being able to, even though it doesn't really change the pacing, but just being yeah. able to have that little break would have been better. It, it was I mean, very- you can make the break manually for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. I, I love the first episode and then I was just going through and I was like, wait. And so I checked the time. I was like, oh, wait, it's a 40, like, 50 minutes episode? Okay. They just... I don't know. I like the first episode a lot. I think. Oh, I mean, me too. Yeah. I think when you try to sell sell that show to people, you shouldn't mention the, the length of the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Just let them be surprised by it. I wish I understood why so many people get turned off by that when an, an the first episode of an anime is more than thirty minutes long. Because the entry barrier is twenty four minutes longer. So, so much harder to get into. <laughs> yeah, and if it ends up being something you don't like, you're like, fuck, I just wasted basically an hour of my life on that. <laughs> so, Such a good hour, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing that this show does have going for it that it can get some viewership for is the fact that both seasons have a relatively high score on Mal. Um, that, in the past, has made me, when I see that a show has a high score that I haven't seen, especially if it's something that not a lot of people have seen, it makes me want to check it out. Because I want to see why it's liked by so many people. Yeah, actually, that's there's what. De- there's definitely some shows on Mal's like top fifty or whatever that I only watched because they were on Mal's top fifty. And yeah, ended up liking them. Yeah, I recently watched Rainbow. Well, quote unquote, recently <laughs> watched Rainbow because it was so highly rated, but I'd never heard of it before. So, well, I like if you're in the anime community, though, I don't know how you could not have heard of Rakugo because everyone, I, it seems that everyone is talking about it. So, it's strange that it's popular to talk about, but not popular to watch. So, who knows? The word is out. It's just no one wants just, to do it. Just like Natsumi's <laughs> Book of Friends. <laughs> oh my God. We all know it exists, but no one wants to sit down through ten seasons to watch Natsume collect his friends. Like. <clears throat> No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I'll sit through ten seasons of Rakugo. That's a lot of seasons. That would be a lot of through. seasons. Well, of course, they just, I mean, they're going to do a ninth season of TQ, so... 
Be careful what you wish for, Alex. Exactly. Be careful. Where's my Studio Dean? Where's my seventh season of Italia? For fuck's sake. (laughs) So, which season did you guys like better, the first or the second season? Second, I think. Second. Second, because it built on the first. Yeah. Second, second, because it had a Shota in it. Let's be honest. (laughs) I I won't deny the the appeal of the Shota. Well, there was Shota in the first one too, so you can't say that. Two episodes. Uh, but there was multiple Shota in the first season. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And they were they were um. There was a whole thing too. There was. I don't. I don't. And in the in the in the the bathtub or whatever the hot. That's room. true. That's true. You got the bathtub scene in the second season. Yeah. <laughs> in the first season. Yeah. Oh, I don't Did even remember move? the one in the first season. That was like the second episode. <laughs> Interesting. Super... Maybe I should rewatch that. <laughs> Did you, With the you're... lights off. <laughs> I'm not. Moving on. Were you oh. going before you had that image in your head? Never mind. Um, I was going to ask, actually, um, before season two started airing, because I know personally I went with very low expectations because I loved the first season so much. But I want, did you guys also walk into it with low expectations? Or did you... What, what <laughs> Did you like had some concerns before the second season aired? Because I know personally I did was I, I was really like eh, I don't know how it's gonna follow up the first season and Yotaro I'm not sure I'm that on board with that guy although now I love him so I was proven wrong after all so that's yeah I did not have any reservations because I waited till the end of the season and Jason told me exactly how good it was. <laughs> wow, Alex. <laughs> um, I guess maybe a little bit like you always kind of have that in the back of your mind, like, oh, is this really going to be good? But I don't know. Like, I, I kind of expect it to be just as good because I just couldn't see how much the quality could drop, like, if it kept the whole the same staff and everything. Like, I just couldn't, I couldn't picture it being worse. But I was not expecting it to be – like, I thought it was a lot better than the first season. And I thought the first same. season was a 10. So, like, I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was going to be at about the same quality. 11 out of 10. Yep. Shit. Oh, my. Out of 10 for me. Oh, oh my. Shit. It's doubly perfect. <laughs> but I, th- I think uh, a big yeah, part of it, though, is also Iltaro, like, make it, like yeah. I liked him as, as a lead a lot more than, or not a lot more, but I liked him as a lead more than Yakumo, so. And I also, yeah, I like Yakumo more. I also like Sokoroku more than Yakumo in the first season. So maybe, oh I, maybe I just like the, the kind of goofy, charming kind of guy than the negative, Judging Nancy, you. negative Nancy kind of guy. Judging you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel I feel the same way though. I think that this I like watch the second season a little bit more, well, actually a lot more than the first season because I like watching characters age and I like stories that where you get to actually see characters age and over time you get to see the results of their actions sort of take shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you really got to see that in part or I meant part in season two over season one, so that's why I like that more. I said, Par, I'm thinking about JoJo's, can't you tell? Is this a motherfucking JoJo's Mine is always on JoJo's. Um, But for me personally, I love stories like that, so that's why Season 2 resonated with me more so than Season 1. I had my reservations going into Season 2 because I had thought that Season 1 was like a complete story and there was no need for additional content. But I definitely like Season 2 as... Because it built on what happened in season one. <clears throat> so, 
I view them both as like part of each other, and I can't separate them. Yeah, it's like a complete story. <clears throat> exactly. Um, I have a question that I think I know the answer to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Should this show ever get dubbed? I say yes. Mm. It should. But in reality, the dub actors are going to be shit, so it shouldn't. <laughs> if they can find freaking good dub actors, then it would go... It would definitely bring in a lot of new viewers, but yeah. that the problem is finding good va- actors. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, I think it would help with the viewership, and I don't think there's anything too tied to Japanese culture, like in the stories that they tell. I mean, there's a little bit, but... You could how still... the hell? How the hell are they going to translate Jugemu? Well, they'll just say it like that, like how that. White yeah, they just said Jugemu. Yeah, it's a name. Like isn't it just? Isn't it just nonsense in Japanese as well? Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, just I, tell I, the story long... of tell the story of John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Oh, kill me! <laughs> Someone kill me! Please don't no, localize it to that. If they're going to tell stories like that, then no, don't dub it. But I, they, they got to make sure that the voice actors like. They can do really nuanced roles and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not Vic Mignogna. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's possible. um, Vic Mignogna is too homophobic to play Rock. (laughs) 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 I mean, it's possible to do it. It's going to be really hard. But if they do, I hope they go the back and around and look for lesser-known actors who yes. aren't your um, Johnny Young Bosch and Vic Mignogna and... Hey, like... hey, 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 hey. Johnny Young no, Bosch I... is Isaiah, and I will not have you... I will, I will not take... Listen, I love the dude. His Lelouch is, is amazing, but I just... But whenever I see him in... Whenever I listen to his voice in other shows, it's like, this is Lelouch. I can't picture him he as anything else. was also a Power Ranger. Okay. Yes, was, <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> But yeah. So that's it's why possible. he's cool. It's possible. Um, I think if they do dub this, they should take their time. They should not oh, rush yeah. through this. They should get. I, I think they should go with lesser known actors. Um, I also think that since there are characters in the show that speak with regional dialects, I think that should be reflected in the dub as well. And uh, how do you plan on reflect that? Reflecting that? Not. Please don't make a Kansai accent, a Southern accent. I'm so tired of hearing that in dubs. You just hear a redneck accent out of nowhere. I'm so fucking sick of hearing every single Funimation dub. They do that. If a character speaks with a Kansai accent and they make a point about it, they speak with a fucking. Re- they sound like a redneck. I'm tired of that shit. There are other <laughs> American accents that you could emulate. I'm just so triggered by the accents in Yuri on Ice. So triggered. Oh, listen, can we not discuss how disgusting that is? Wait, uh, you think it's disgusting too? I don't like the I don't like the Russian accents. They're not good. I just think it's problematic. I just think accents in general are problematic. But that's for another podcast. No, I knew. I knew when. No, I, I just quickly. I knew when they dubbed Yuri on Ice that they were gonna give Victor and Yurio Russian accents. My biggest beef with them is that they do not sound Russian. They sound Romanian. My biggest beef is that they gave all the European characters accents and none of the Asian characters can- accents. Then they so... would have been. That would be super racist, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that means that the European accents are racist. If yeah. Asian accents are racist, so are European. Yeah, they so, are. Like, they are, but according to according to Western society, <laughs> white people being racist against white people isn't actually racism. White people aren't an ethnicity. They don't have a culture. Exactly. So we can we can appropriate their culture. Exactly. <clears throat> well, I mean, we yeah. have a culture. Exactly. We have a culture. It's called fuck. hot dog and beer. Oh my god. Anyway. Next week. <laughs> Look, y'all don't understand how <laughs> Jesus. I even I can't no never never again. Fine. Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, J- Jason. I think you're also right that if they did dub this, they could actually get more viewers. Because let's be honest, there are anime fans out there that only watch dubs. So yep. yes. What if they hire Christopher Walken to dub every character in the show? Yes, I would. I would so. I want Christopher Walken to do Rakugo. I want and I Morgan want hear, Freeman. Yes. Yes. I want to hear Christopher Walken's impre- uh, rendition of Jugimu. No, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Please don't do that. And, and I'm not Betty about White. to, because I, I can't remember the full name. And Betty White is Sukiroku's wife. Yes. Absolutely, I crowdfund this. Um, you can go to our GoFundMe page for this for our fan dub of Rakugo. <laughs> make any make anime dubs great again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, hey, we'll get Donald Trump. He'll, he can do he can do Yakumo. I have the best Rakugo. It's the best. I know all the best performers. <laughs> Oh, Let me man, tell you about guess... this kid named Jigamu. You know, he's a great kid. <laughs> that kid, Jigamu. He's so awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, think, I think that's about enough of Rakugo, though. Don't you think? There's never enough have we, of Rakugo. Have, have, we, have we praised this show enough? <clears throat> Rakugo or shit, don't watch it. <laughs> you can leave now. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, um... It's worth it's worth mentioning that you if you have watched if you well I will say this first if you've gotten this far and you haven't watched Rakugo sorry I gave you a yep. fair warning at the beginning um, but if this hasn't convinced you to go watch it you uh, you have no soul I guess I don't know <laughs> I was looking for something to say that was going to be not offensive uh-huh. and it's like no fuck it you don't have a soul wow. oh. um, <laughs> when have I ever not tried to be offensive never. Um, exactly. Um, but if you have watched it and you know people that haven't watched it yet, please try and get them to watch it. I mean, just get them to try the first couple episodes. Um, it's, it's worth trying. Um, but it's... Buy the, buy the Blu-rays out here. I w- well, may eventually. Who's, does it have a license for it? I don't think I so. don't think it, ha- it doesn't have a distribution license. Oh, think. well, rip that. Friends <laughs> uh. obviously has the... Uh, the streaming license, but mm-hmm. I don't know. To my knowledge, I don't think that Funimation or Crunchyroll has purchased a distribution license. Yeah, on Mal, it says it doesn't have a distribution license. So okay. <clears throat> if that changes, we I'm sure there will be a uh, announcement. I would um, totally buy them as long as it's not like $120 per Blu-ray <laughs> per episode. Hashtag hashtag <laughs> Aniplex. <clears throat> hashtag Japan. Hashtag Sentai. Yeah, right? Hashtag, hashtag. Get out. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, watch it. Get your friends into it. Tell everyone about it. it. It's it's worth trying. And the more people that know about this, the more stuff like this will get made. 
I hope. I really hope going forward that studios start to take more chances on things like this that that may have a niche audience, but can definitely be done well like this. That's my biggest hope with this. Although they're just gonna make they're just gonna make more seasons of Love Live. So who am I kidding? Um, uh, or better yet, Super Lovers. Never again. Um, yeah, that's crickets. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of like a show only five people watched. I love or, tr- or truly show watching it on five different TVs. Exactly. Five different. Five different. Oh, account- you caught me. <laughs> five different Crunchyroll accounts. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Unless anyone had anything else they wanted to say about Rakugo. It's good. Go watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So. I'll wrap this up. Uh, so if you liked what you saw here tonight and you want to hear more, uh, you can listen to this and all of our previous podcasts on iTunes and sound, the audio versions uh, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, just search Anime Club After Dark. Uh, if you want to uh, subscribe or follow our uh, Twitch channel, uh, you can do that at twitch.tv slash anime club after dark. Um, if you want to see the uh, unedited video versions of our podcast, uh, you can go to our YouTube channel. Just search Anime Club After Dark. Uh, if you want to hang out with us and share funny pictures and memes and talk about penguin waifus, uh, you can subscribe to our uh, Facebook group, our fabulous Facebook group, at facebook.com slash group slash Anime Club After Dark. Um, I totally won't spam any more keys and eye pictures, I promise. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a lie, by the that way. Is total, that is a total lie. I will spare uh, I every day because she is my new obsession, my new waifu, my new everything. Okay. Uh, which you should, after you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you should go subscribe to Kizna Eye's YouTube channel. <laughs> oh God! It's literally the best thing to ever happen to YouTube. Um, at least trying to get paid for promoting her channel. I want her on our podcast. Oh, oh God! Good luck with that. <laughs> I want to interview a computer character. You can do that all on your own. I'm not touching this with a five foot pole. Let's what's to say I already haven't in my own mind. Oh, I mean, God. I mean, isn't isn't she a JoJo fan? So we just can just communicate via references. She is work. a JoJo fan because she constantly goes auto 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 when she's in trouble. <laughs> See, you can communicate via references. I already don't like her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You just don't like good things. It's okay. You just like bad things. (laughs) Anyways. Let's end this. (laughs) Yes, um, what else? Oh, if you want to email us and tell us why... He's in the eye is so great. You can do that at animeclubafterdark at gmail.com. Uh, what else? Am I forgetting these? I hope I hope my mic got that face bump because that was. If a... you want to send death threats to Keys in the Eye, please send it to PO Box seven 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 seven, Japan. <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a legit sounding address. Um, yeah. Oh yes. Um. Uh. Tomorrow is the. Uh, well, by the time this goes up, it'll be over. But uh, tomorrow is the uh, last day that you can vote. On our best girl and best boy polls, the finals. Uh, it's between uh, who? Uh, Satanya and Akari for uh, best girl. Shut up. Um, for best girl and Ray and Saray in best boy. 
if if Satanians win, I'm just quitting the anime community forever. But, it's not happening. <laughs> listen, listen, no bully. You're such a bully. <laughs> That's a cute meme. I'll give her that. It's a cute meme, but how is she best girl? Not a cute of girl. The meme is cute, but not the girl. Yeah, the, that's the thing. The meme is cute. <laughs> All this this hatred is unbecoming. <laughs> uh, She's literally yeah. Satan. She should go back to hell. She's not. Uh, she doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't think we need to bring religion into this. But sure. Um, um, you can do that. If you want to go vote on the polls, you can do that at our website, animeclubafterdark.com. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff there. The, uh, there's links to the audio versions of our podcast there. There's some articles and some reviews that have been written. Um, I think that's about it. There's so many ways you can get in touch with us. And... There's so many ways you can touch us. Exactly. And with your, I, with won't, your word. I won't say no. <laughs> wow, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Thirsty for that, Brandon. <laughs> no comment. Um, wow. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I, I hope you've enjoyed it because uh, we've enjoyed bringing this to you, and uh, we look forward to. Oh, uh, just uh, for reference, our next the next episode of the podcast we do is probably going to be uh, another Otaku Game Night because I have one sorted out, and it's going to be fun. Look forward to me stealing the show again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, until next time, uh, as always, I have been Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everyone. Good, Good night, morning, everybody. everyone. <laughs>